Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast, your source for Christ-centered girl talk and inspiration. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as I am. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 everyone. Ilana Major here, and I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in to this podcast episode. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. Truly, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, and so thank you. If you are returning, I want you to know that I appreciate all of your love and support and encouragement. Thank you for continuing to come back. Um, Okay, you guys, I have a word that has been resting in my spirit for the past couple days. And so I'm just going to give you guys what I got. (laughs) And I always say this is going to be an abbreviated message, but today I really do believe that. Okay. Um, The word that has been resting or resonating in my spirit is this learn to discern the season, learn to discern the season. Um, Here recently, that phrase has been coming back to my mind. And honestly, you guys, I thought that I was going to be recording something totally different in this podcast episode. But again, um, God planted something on the inside of me and I want to share it with you guys on tonight. Um, What I was reminded of as I began to think about this is the scripture in Ecclesiastes. And this is what the scripture says. I'm just going to read Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one. And I forgot to say that if you have your Bible, turn with me to the book of Ecclesiastes, um, chapter three, verse one. If not, I'm going to read it, but I just want to give you guys um, an opportunity to get your Bible or maybe something to write with. And so the scripture says this, for everything, there is a season and a time for every word under heaven, a time for every word under heaven. I was thinking about this scripture and it brought back to my um, my memory uh, when I actually preached this scripture for my father's homegoing celebration that we had back in May. Um, for those of you guys who have not tuned into this podcast before, uh, my father passed away back in um, May and I actually had the opportunity to eulogize him. Um, it was quite an experience. It was a blessing and it was hard. And I look back on it and it almost feels surreal looking back on it. But I preached this sermon and um, today I want to do a little bit of speaking from this particular sermon, but I just want to talk about the importance of us discerning the season. One of the most beautiful things um, about learning or getting to a place where you can actually discern the season is that when you discern what season you are in, you are more... um, You're more able to be obedient unto God and you're more able to get everything that God is trying to give you in that particular season. Some of you all are in a season of singleness, but you're fighting to be married. You're fighting to be in a relationship. You're fighting to be everywhere except where you are. I want to ask you, what if you just sat down and said, you know what, Lord? 
You have called me to this season of singleness. Lord, what do you want from me while I'm in this season? God, what is it that you want to develop in me in this season? God, what do you want to do with me in this season? And I didn't even know I was getting ready to go here on today. But you guys, I want to share a little bit of my testimony about my season of singleness. Um, there was a season of my life <laughs> where I listened to sermons pretty much every single day. I was working at the Indiana Gaming Commission um, and I had a friend there by the name of Angela and I had another friend named Keisha and we used to listen to sermons and when sermons were really good, we would share with one another. And so I got into listening to Andy Stanley and I loved Andy Stanley back then because I just, even today, Andy Stanley is by far one of the best communicators to ever live in terms of being able to communicate the Bible. Biblically speaking, there are not many people that I have experienced in my lifetime that can compete with his ability to break down the word of God and simplify it so that everyone from every walk of life can understand it. And so um, feel how you want to feel about his current theology. <laughs> We're not here for that. We're not here to debate about it. But Andy Stanley is awesome. In one of Andy Stanley's sermon series, he had a message. Um, and I believe the sermon series was titled, um, what was it? It had something to do with love, sex, and relationships. The love, sex, and relationship series, that's what it was. And in this series, he challenged single individuals to go for a specific time frame with no dating at all. And I, if I remember correctly, it was about a year. Now, Okay, you guys, <laughs> um, I decided that I was going to embark on this journey and I was not going to do any dating. I wasn't going to entertain anybody. I wasn't going to do anything. And I, I can be honest, you guys, everything that I was doing in that season was a dead end anyway. <laughs> and so um, anyway, so I decided that I was going to take the one year challenge. That's what it was called. Matter of fact, if you were to Google me, you would probably have to look under Ilana Nelson. But if you were to Google me and type in the one year challenge, I actually blogged about this years ago. And so anyway, I decided I was going to take the one year challenge. Okay. And so um, in that particular time of my life, God was really drawing me to him. During the time where I was like, I'm staying away from dating for a while. And let me just be clear, you guys, I didn't make it all the way through the one year challenge. All right. I broke that thing probably halfway through, but the relationship that I actually got involved in crashed and burned. And I really do believe that part of it was due to me being um, just out of season in what I was trying to do. And so um, I believe that God was saying, Ilana, I have... I have love for you. I have your person. I have this for you. It doesn't mean that I don't have it for you, but this is not the season for it. And I couldn't quite understand that. But in the season where I was by myself and I was determined not to date and not to entertain anyone, I was really spending a lot of time in prayer with God. And what I would ask God was, I would say, Lord, I know that parts of my heart are hard. And so I would say, Lord, I just pray that you would, Lord, expose me to me. God, help me to heal from all of the things in my past that I don't know have been detrimental and harmful for me. You guys, if I can be completely honest, I was somewhat toxic as it relates to relationships and not toxic in that I treated people bad, but in, well, I guess this would be considered bad, toxic in the way that I discarded people like trash. 
And um, I, literally someone told me that, but it was because I had gone through so much hurt in my life that I would be self-sabotaging because there was a part of me that was always fearful that they would walk away anyway, so it didn't matter. And so um, I think it was a lot of that going on. I had my own struggle, but during that time, I really sought God's face and I began to pray and say, Lord, I pray that you heal my heart. God, I want to be ready when you send my love, when you send the person that you have for me. Watch this, you guys. I used to say, Lord, heal my heart so that I'm ready for my husband. And this was the season of my life that I began praying for my husband daily. There would be days where I would just wake up and I would be like, Lord, I pray that you would protect my husband today. I pray that you would guard his heart. I pray that you would order his steps. Lord, keep him in perfect peace. You know, I would just cover up my husband. I didn't even know who my husband was going to be. I didn't even listen because it definitely got to a point where I was like, Lord, is this thing going to happen? Because this single stuff, this sing, single season is seeming like it's tearing. Like this, this thing is stretching. And so anyway, but I had the faith to say, I'm going to begin praying for my husband and covering him, whoever he may be. I began doing that by the end of that season, by, by, um, some time frame, I guess after a while of me praying these things, I remember God softening my heart to where I said to God, Lord, however you send love my way, I will receive it. And prior to this, there was um a lot of probably pride leading some of the things that I was doing, but I was also shallow in some ways, always looking at the external and not factoring in how important it is to be a person of character, to love the Lord, to honor him, to seek his face, to love God, to love people, right? And so um, so anyway, God did a work on the inside of my heart. And so I want to say this to all of the people who are in their single season, let God finish his work in your heart. Let God heal all of those places that are wounded that you cannot see. Let God continue to build you. Some of you guys have been through relationships that were so toxic, where you were mistreated so terribly that you don't even see you the same. It's totally, um, it's almost as if bit by bit, it just took away little pieces of you, pieces of your self-esteem, pieces of your worth, pieces of your peace. And so now you are in a season where God is trying to build you. If you can learn to discern the season, you can get everything that that season has to offer you. And so if the Lord is saying, this is the season that I will for you to be single, then I want you to be praying and asking the Lord, okay, well, Lord, what is it that you would have me doing in this season? Father God, how do you want to work on me in this season? Lord, how should I be um, focusing more so on you in this season? What should I be um, feeding my spirit in this season? Lord, do you want me to meditate on these scriptures in this? Like, God, what is it that you're calling me to in this season, Lord? Um, just asking God to reveal to you what it is that he wants you to be doing in this moment. Learn to discern the season. Some of some folks that are married want to be single. Some folks that are single want to be married. It's not the season for that. You had your time to be single, okay? <laughs> and for some of you guys, you had your time to be married, okay? <laughs> 
And so wherever you are right now, I want you to remember that God is the God of all the seasons. Even when you look at Ecclesiastes, when it begins to talk about a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, and it talks about all of those different things, I want you to know that it is God who determines the seasons. If you force it, whatever you force, whatever you make in your own will, you're going to have to sustain on your own. And so what I truly believe is that we have to get to a place where we trust God, that even if God has us in a season that we do not enjoy, that we don't want to be in, that we are a low key kicking and screaming, having a tantrum like a little three year old to get out of, even if God has us in that place, we have to get to a place of trust in God and say, Lord, I know that you have me even while I'm here. Lord, if I make my bed in hell, and I'm talking about how some of us have ended up in hellish places. Some of us have ended up in places we were never supposed to be. Some of us have ended up in prisons. Some of us have ended up in lowly places where we had addictions and places where we were doing things that we never thought that we would do, where we had become somebody we never thought we would be. But wherever you make your bed, just know that God is with you. God is a God of seasons. And if you can learn to discern your season, I promise you, you are going to be blessed as a result of it. Let me tell you guys something. Some of you, this is your season to begin building. God is telling you, this is the season that I want you to plant this church. This is the season that I want you to begin this ministry. This is the season I want you to begin this new relationship. This is the season I want you to begin volunteering. This is the season I want you to begin operating in your gifts. Some of you are in a season of building. And if you know that God is calling you to get into a posture of building, if you are aware of that and you're able to be obedient unto that, you will get a chance to reap a harvest unlike anything that you have ever imagined. And then there are some of you guys who feel as if you're in a season where you're stuck. Listen, this, for whatever reason, this particular thing, I feel like God was saying, encourage the person who feels as if they are in a season where they're stuck, where they feel as if this season have, has gone on for so long that they're wondering if it will ever end. They're wondering if this is ever going to come to pass. They're wondering if anything is ever going to change. Is the marriage ever going to be different? Is this child ever going to get on the right page? Is this child ever going to receive you, Lord? Is this child ever going to line up and be what it is that I have been praying for them to be? Is this season ever going to come to an end? But we know what the scripture says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Your season of sorrow and crying over the season you in, it will not last. And this is the scripture that God gave me to speak into your heart. I don't even know who you are, but I truly believe that there is someone who is listening to this podcast episode who feels as if they are stuck in a season. Your problem is not that you can't discern the season. You know what the season is, whether it is a season of suffering, a season of chastisement, a season where you're being disciplined by God, whatever it might be, you're certain of the season. You're aware because you see the evidence of it all around you in your life. But what you are saying is I'm sick of being in a season, Ilana. I want to encourage you on today because God gave me a scripture and this is what the scripture says. Galatians 6, 9, and let us not be weary in well doing for in 
due season. We shall reap if we faint not. When I was a kid, there was um, one of my youth ministers whom I, I always shout out, Mr. Mobley, who I love. He taught us to sing this. And I'm so grateful that he put the scriptures into songs because I will never forget it. And the way we sang it was, let us not be weary in well-doing. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So let us not be weary in well-doing. So to somebody on today, I want you to not get tired of doing the right thing. I want you to understand that your season of pouring into them is going to pay off. I want you to understand that your season of praying for them, it's going to pay off. I want you to understand that your season of being obedient, your season of sowing into your church financially, your season of always encouraging and uplifting others, your season of working hard. I want you to know that it's going to pay off, but I need you to trust that is going to come to pass in due season. It's going to come to pass when God says it so. It's going to come to pass when it is his will for it to come to pass. And what God wants for you to do is to simply trust him right where you are. Simply trust him right where you are. I know you're tired. I know it feels like this season of suffering will never end. I know it feels as if this midnight will never turn today. I know it seems as if you've been in this place for longer than you even feel as if you deserve to be in it. But what I want you to know is that you serve a God who is able to change things suddenly. There are so many scriptures in the Bible where we see that in the Lord suddenly that God did a thing suddenly. And so I have to believe by faith that you're not going to remain in this season, but that God is going to do a thing suddenly. I believe for some of you, some of you, God is going to turn your finances around so quickly that you're not even going to have a moment to process it. I believe that God is going to turn those wayward children around so quickly that it's going to shock you, even though you've been walking in faith about it. I believe that God is going to heal your marriage and that you are going to be so shook by it that you're not even going to have the opportunity to um, to even share with anybody that is coming. I believe God is going to do a thing suddenly in your life. Truly, we serve a God who is able to do a thing suddenly. And so for my people who feel as if they have been stuck in a season, I want you to know that you serve a God of suddenlies. If God is able to do things suddenly for everybody else, he is able to do something suddenly in your life. How many people have you seen with some type of testimony that suddenly a certain thing happened and God totally did something drastic in their life, whether it was their healing, whether it was their marriage, whether it was their relationship with their children, whatever it might have been, whether it was that they began to exhale, whatever it was, you serve a God who was able to change it all. You serve a God who is able to heal it all. You serve a God who is able to pay it all. Do you hear me? He's able to provide for you. And I believe that he can and that he is, he will, and he is going to do it suddenly. 
And so I want to encourage the person who is in that place, because I truly believe in my heart that God is going to do a thing right before your eyes that you never have ex- have expected. He's going to do it faster than you ever had expected and that it's going to be a radical change. You guys, I also want to um, I also want to read this particular scripture over those of you guys who find yourself in a season where you feel as if you're stuck and you're saying, God, like what what is going to happen as a result of this? God, when is my time going to come? I want to read Psalm 1, 3 to you. And here is what it says. It says, blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth at the seat of of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he, in his law, doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit. Watch this, you guys, in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. When you're that kind of person who delights in the word of the Lord, delights in the word of the Lord, you um, reference God, you believe in God's word. You're not allowing yourself to be counseled by people of this world because you recognize that by the leading of the Lord, that's how your family is going to be saved. By the leading of the Lord, that's how your body is going to be healed. By the leading of the Lord, that's how your marriage is going to be restored. By the leading of the Lord, that's how you're going to walk into having a healthy and whole relationship, one that's not toxic. By the leading of the Lord, will you open that business? By the leading of the Lord, will you learn to balance your checkbook? By the leading of the Lord, you will learn to discern the season. And so that is a word of encouragement again for the ones who feel as if they're stuck in a particular season. And then there are those of you guys who what I sense the Lord saying is that there is already a shift beginning to take place. And what I feel like God is saying is I need you to track with me. I'm shifting you. You're getting to a place where you're not content anymore. And I'm not talking about married people, but you're getting to a place where you're no longer content with that situationship, with that relationship that has been toxic, with that relationship with that person that you're unequally yoked with. You're getting to a point where you're not content with it anymore. And God is saying that's because it's a shift. And if you will just discern that this is the season that you are in, you will have the ability to walk away from those things that I have not called you to, to walk away and discern that this is not what God has for me. If you will discern that this is the season, you will walk into what God has for you. And for those of you guys who are in a season where you sense a shift, where it's like, I don't feel comfortable in my job anymore. I'm starting to feel an itch concerning this. I'm starting to feel a check in my spirit concerning this. I'm starting to feel as if there's a go in my spirit, like God is telling me it's time to go. God is telling me it's time to move. God is telling me it's time to get this LLC. God is telling me that it's time to start this business account. For those of you guys who sense a shift, go with the move of God. Go, follow the leading of God, follow the leading of God. And what I want to say to you is that it is going to be extremely important for you in this season to get 
in your word. The Bible says that the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God is going to use his word to lead you and guide you. All you have to do is humble yourself before him. Get into the word of God. Begin meditating on God's word. The scripture says, does he meditate on the law of the Lord day and night? Meaning he's staying focused and his mind is fixated on God's word. His mind is fixated on the promises of God. His mind is fixated on what his father has said. What did my father say? Because if my father told me that it's time for me to leave this job, it's time for me to leave. If my father said it's time for me to begin walking in my creation, creative ability and utilizing those gifts, then it's time for me to do that. If my father has said that he has anointed me to preach the good news, it's time for me to preach the good news. If my father has said he want me, to, he wants me to begin praying for people. He wants me to begin laying hands. He wants me to let go of fear so that he, he's able to use me for his glory. Then it's time for me to move. If you will learn to discern the season and move with the move of God, you will experience when the Bible talked about talks about exceedingly and abundantly. Some people in this life will never experience um, God blessing them in an exceedingly and abundant manner because they do not they have not learned to discern the season. They don't discern the season. They don't understand that God is saying there's a shift now. There are churches now where the pews are becoming empty because the pastor did not discern the season that God was saying, okay, I, I, I love you and you are the man of God. I called you to that body, but it is time for you to sit down. It's time for you to rest and be a grandfather. It's time for you to rest with your wife. It's time for you to vacation. It's time for you to write books. It's time for you to mentor pastors. We need a fresh anointing in the pulpit. There are people who did not discern the season. And because of that, their churches, and I'm just talking about the physical building, those churches are dying out because they have not learned to discern the season. If you learn to discern the season, and one of the ways that you learn to discern the season is by praying and asking God, Lord, reveal to me what this season of my life is going to look like. God, what do you, you guys, God has called me to do so many amazingly um, beautiful things, like so many things to at one point, I felt like I was in a rush to do stuff. And God was like, no, Ilana, I have called you to all of these things. And I made these promises to you and you will do these things. You will go these places, but this is not the season for them all. I want you to begin seeking my face and praying and asking, what is my will for this particular season? And so I believe that that prayer is a prayer that will also benefit you guys. Pray and ask God, Lord, Lord, teach me to discern the season and the times, God. Lord, teach me to move when you say move, God. Teach me to move in the flow of your spirit. God, teach me that when you shift, oh God, whatever you're shifting me to is better than what I'm shifting from, God. Teach me, oh God, to keep my eyes on that which is ahead of me, God, and not what is behind me. And so um, more than anything, you guys, I want to just say be prayerful. God will teach you to, he will teach you. The other thing that is like, almost like a very obvious thing is this. 
For those of you guys who have not been able to discern seasons, look at what is happening in your life currently. Okay. Um, for those of you guys who want to be in a relationship, but everything is crashing and burning. That means that it's not the season for it. For those of you guys who, and, and I'm just speaking generally. And so you guys, whatever the Lord is telling you to do, do what God is telling you to do. Follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. But generally speaking, typically when doors are repeatedly being closed, it's because it's not the season for it currently. And so for those of you guys who may be saying, oh, I was trying to dabble in business and nothing was seeming to flourish. Nothing was, nothing was working. It's not working because that's not what God has for you in this season. For those of you guys who are saying, um, oh, I want I want this particular person to be saved and, da, 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 and I keep speaking to them and I'm doing all of this stuff. Mm. First of all, a person has to choose God. But if they have not yet, we're going to believe that they haven't yet, then it may not be the season. Maybe it's not the season for you to, to beat them over their head with the Bible. Maybe this season is just for you to pray. And so. Oftentimes, one of the indications that the season is not yet is when a thing is not working out for you. When Joseph was in prison and he interpreted he interpreted the dreams um, of some of the individuals that were there. And one of them, he said, remember me. And when the guy left, the, the guy did not remember Joseph at all. He didn't remember Joseph until years had passed. And the king had a dream that he needed interpreting. And so it was not the season Joseph was not remembered. That man didn't come back for him. He did not rescue him. It was not the season. Joseph was going to reign, but it wasn't his season to reign. It was his season to continue to be humbled by God because God was going to elevate him so high that he needed him to have humility that would sustain him when he took him higher. And so that is a word for some of you guys. Maybe God is humbling you right now because of where he's taking you. Maybe God needs you to always remember where he brought you from. So when you get to that place, you don't look down at people who have a different lifestyle than you, who don't serve the same God that you do, who don't love God the way that you do. Maybe God is doing something on the inside of you. In fact, I am going to say that no matter what season you in, you're in, God is constantly developing you. And so the word for today is to learn to discern the season. That is my word. And I love you. I love you. I love you guys. Peace out. If you're listening to this message, that means that you've finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you could do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.